0: all right welcome back to another episode of when mint by those amas and a very special episode at that so i'm your host the machinist and today we're doing things a bit differently as all of you know it's memorial day here in the states so i decided to reach out to some of my buddies in the space and whip up a memorial day special for all y'all so today's guests are all either military veterans or are currently active duty military members and each one of them plays a huge part here in the NFT space. So I have the honor of being joined by Powdery Hot Fuzz. He's an active duty member of the US Navy and the host of Shillin' with the Homies. We're also joined by James of War Dogs NFT. He's an infantry veteran who served in the armed forces of the beautiful country that is Australia. And last but never, ever least, we're joined by Ed from Cardano Canines, a US Army veteran. Now, during this interview, we're not shilling anything. This episode isn't about that. We're going to go over the history of Memorial Day and what it truly stands for because unfortunately, I think a lot of folks just accept it as a day off from work and it's so much more than that, as you'll soon hear. Even if you don't know anyone that was in the service, that shouldn't stop anyone from appreciating this day for what it is. A military man or woman's job is to unquestionably put their lives on the line for people that they've never even met, and they do that, time and time again. Remembering these brave men and women who sacrifice their lives so the general public doesn't have to, is what today is all about. So please, if you do nothing else today, at least listen to this episode. Hear the words these men are speaking and take a moment on this of all days to reflect upon the sacrifices made by these amazing men and women that make up our military when mint podcast is produced by those amas all information gathered and disseminated by this podcast is for research and entertainment purposes only those amas its employees and affiliates are not financial advisors please always do your own research and invest at your own risk a full disclaimer can be found in the show notes Again, we're not shilling anything this episode, but you can find all of the links for Shilling with the Homies, War Dogs NFT, and Cardano Canines in the show notes. If you're a veteran and you're going through a tough time today, please reach out to someone in your command, a medical professional, a battle buddy, or even one of us on today's show. Bottom line always remember, you're not alone. So without further ado, my conversation with James, Ed, and Powdery. Enjoy. All right, so I am here with Ed from Cardano Canines, Powdery Hot Fuzz from Shilling with the Homies, and James from War Dogs. And today we're we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, it is Memorial Day, and everyone everyone in this episode is either currently part of the armed services or is a veteran of the armed services. So we thought it was important maybe to do a Memorial Day episode. Just explain what Memorial Day is all about and maybe why so many veterans seem drawn to the Web3 space. Thank you so much for being here today. This is super important and it's it's an honor to, to be here with you guys. So I guess what we'll do is we'll one at a time, you know, just say which service branch you were a part of and i guess what brought you to nfts you know we're not gonna shill too hard on this episode right that's not what it's about we're all on the same page with that but just you know to show your connection to the nft space so i guess uh james what do you think you want to go first buddy
1: yeah easy um so man i'm from australia i um was army over here. I was infantry. You know, infantry is the only way to go in my eyes. If you're not infantry, you're nothing. Um, so, you know, it's the only it's the only true true combat corps, you know, um, especially here in Australia. Uh, in terms of my connection to NFTs, I'm the co-founder, uh, not just the founder, but the co-founder of War Dogs NFT. Um, we believe that military boys and women will thrive in the web-free space because we know how to work on a united front um, we treat yeah. each other like brothers and sisters and we know how to get ahead as a team. So that's one key aspect that we have over a lot of people already. That is, we know how to function as a team. Um, you know, at Woodhawks, we, we are firmly, um, firm believers that uh, we already are 10 steps ahead of people as it stands in terms of Web3. Um, I see a lot of people say, you know, Web3 this, Web3 that, but they're not actually doing um, stuff together. They're still trying to do it themselves. And the only people that I see that are doing it together, are military personnel now and the odd exception too. Um, it seems that, you know, we, we get the idea already. Um, and I think that's how we're going to succeed as well.
0: That's actually a really good point. You're right. A lot of people in this space that do have a military background, they do see much quicker, to to work together right and it probably is because that we're kind of ingrained with that that teamwork mentality right and that attention to detail and there's one way to do things you do it right or you don't do it at all
1: well thank you you know you you'll always do you'll always do better as a team um it's it's evident as what happens in the army you know teamwork makes the dream work and teamwork stops you from getting your head blown off too so
0: If you have Powdery Hot Fuzz around, he could probably fix it for you. So, Powdery, if you could, let everybody know why, and uh, thank you again for for joining us.
2: Yeah, no no problems, man. I've been in the Navy for about 18 years now. It's been a wild ride. I joined the Navy, didn't realize the Marine Corps didn't have medical people, and I ended up with the Marines my first three years, and they taught me how to be a sailor, so you can only imagine um how well that went when i actually got with sailors i i love the corps i like being in the navy it's i've gotten see some cool stuff just because i'm always down and i'm always combat ready i'm ready to go then you know when the navy or the marine corps says hey let's go my sea bag's pretty much already packed i'm ready to go i just want to go out there and do the mission and then get back home to be with the family you know i see that not quite that mentality in the Web3 space, but I see it going there. Um, the leave no man behind kind of mentality, because you know, as a combat medic, I've ran into some hairy situations just to go get my brother or my sister or whatever. And I'm starting to see that more and more, and I'm starting to surround myself with more and more of those types of people. So um i'm really i'm really loving that that feeling that camaraderie that you get and whenever you go into a space everybody is like what's up how's everything going and you know you really get to know people from all across the world and it's it's just really dope
0: definitely in the cardano space you know there is that feeling of of camaraderie, right? I think because it's smaller, right? So it's easier to kind of know multiple people from from multiple different places or different projects within the space, right? It's easier to meet, know everyone when you're in a smaller uh, community. I guess, Ed, what the heck's going on, buddy? Ed, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and uh, what's going on with you?
3: Yeah, My name is Ed. Uh, I'm um, co-founder and developer for Cardano Canines. I'm also uh, an active firefighter I've been doing that for seven years now. Prior to that, I spent 12 years in the Army. I held quite a couple of different MOSs, military occupational specialties. I was a Grunt too, 11 Bravo, Infantry, 11 Charlie Indirect Infantry, which was a mortarman. And I was also a grease monkey. I was a diesel mechanic towards the end of it. Um, going back to your original question, why do I think what, what attracts veterans, especially like us, to the NFT space? I think is really the entrepreneurial if you look at like world war ii vets it was something like 50 percent of them after the war started their own business and that seems to be a tradition that's continued after every single conflict i think it's one of the greatest fraternities in the world actually i know it's the greatest fraternities in the world regardless of what what branch you served or what country you served or what conflicts you were in
0: thank you and this kind of stinks because you guys all gave so many great answers that now i'm just going to piggyback off everything you guys said but, uh, you know, my name's Ken, everyone knows that, or, or NFT uh, machinist, and I was active duty Air Force for a time. I was not infantry, James, unfortunately. I, uh, I was a grease monkey all the way. We, we feel like we're special in the Air Force, so we don't have MOSs. We have AFSCs, Air Force Specialty Codes, and I was 2-Alpha-533-Bravo. Uh, three, three that was integrated avionics on heavies. So, every cargo, bomber, and helicopter in the Air Force, I got basic training on, and then I specialized on C-17s, and we mostly did medevac uh, missions. I was not a medic, but, you know, you got to keep the plane running to uh, so it can get to where it needs to be. Those things are pretty much flying hospitals. I'm sure you guys know, but for anyone listening, if you watch, like, Transformers when they're flying over the desert and they drop the robot out the back of the big-ass plane, that's a C-17. So, it's uh, it was definitely a great job. as and I think for me, I mean, it's you guys already hit everything on the head. I mean, absolutely, James. I think it's 100% the teamwork mentality has a lot to do with why people come to this space. You know, what, what Powdery said and especially what, what Ed said about the entrepreneurial aspect of it. I didn't even think of that. That was a, an awesome answer, Ed. Hell yeah. But... Moving on, I think what we'll do is, because I'm sure you guys have noticed, a lot of times on Memorial Day, people will reach out to a veteran. It's already happened to me multiple times today. It's still early in the morning where they say, thank you for your service, which is nice and that, that's great and all, but that's not what Memorial Day is about. Memorial Day is remembering those that gave that ultimate sacrifice, right, to protect people that they never even met right? That's pretty much regardless of where you are, whether it's the States or Australia or anywhere else, that's the goal of any service member, right? You're protecting your countrymen so that they can sleep easy at night and they don't have to do the dirt that you're out there doing. So I found something here on, uh, it's actually pbs.org. I was hoping to read real quick just for everyone listening. I know you guys already know what Memorial Day is, but just to give them uh, a little bit of a you know, a look into where this all came from, and then hopefully we can touch on quickly what Memorial Day means to to each of us, and I'd love for James to touch on after that what they actually celebrate in Australia, because I think that'll be super cool. So, this starts, says the history of Memorial Day, and it starts with a James Garfield quote, one of the best and most underappreciated presidents, I think. But it says, We do not know one promise these men made, one pledge they gave, one word they spoke. But we do know they summed up and perfected, by one supreme act, the highest virtues of men and citizens. For love of country they accepted death, and thus resolved all doubts, and made immortal their patriotism and their virtue. I think that pretty much wraps it up right there. But Memorial Day was originally called... Decoration Day, and this was from the early tradition of decorating graves with flowers, wreaths, and flags. Memorial Day is a day for remembrance of those who have died in service to our country. It was first widely observed on May 30, 1868 to commemorate the sacrifices of Civil War soldiers by proclamation of General John A. Logan of the Grand Army of the Republic, an organization of former Union sailors and soldiers. During that first national commemoration, Former Union General and sitting Ohio Congressman James Garfield made a speech at Arlington National Cemetery, after which 5,000 participants helped to decorate the graves of more than 20,000 Union and Confederate soldiers who were buried there. This national event galvanized efforts to honor and remember fallen soldiers that began with local observances at burial grounds in several towns throughout the United States, following the end of the Civil War, such as the May 1st, 1865 gathering in Charleston, South Carolina, organized by freed slaves to pay tribute and give proper burial to Union troops. In 1873, New York was the first state to designate Memorial Day as a legal holiday. By the late 1800s, many more cities and communities observed Memorial Day, and several states had declared it a legal holiday. After World War I, it became an occasion for honoring those who died in all of America's wars and was then more widely established as a national holiday throughout the United States. And in 1971, Congress actually passed the Uniform Monday Holiday Act and established that Memorial Day was to be commemorated on the last Monday of May every single year. So, and still, they actually commemorate Memorial Day at Arlington National Cemetery every single year with a ceremony in which a small American flag is placed on each grave. Traditionally, the president or vice president lays a wreath at the tomb of the unknown soldier, and about 5,000 people attend the ceremony annually. So, what do you guys think about that, right? What does Memorial Day mean to someone that was part of the armed services?
2: For me, Memorial Day, it's a time for me to reflect on, you know, the brothers and sisters that, that I couldn't save, um, to honor their memory, um, and to, you know, get with friends and, and make sure that they're not forgotten, you know. Um, they're, they're really important to my life and the way things um, developed over time. They made me a better person. They made me a better clinician because I didn't want that to happen again. Um, even though it may or may not have been, you know, my fault or whatever, I tried my best with the knowledge I had at hand. But if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be who I am now.
0: Absolutely, that was some heavy stuff, man. Thank you, thank you so much, Ed. What do you think, my friend? What's Memorial Day mean to you as a service member?
3: Well, I'm just going to piggyback into you know, like what Potter was saying. It's, it's absolutely 100%. It's a day to remember those that made that ultimate sacrifice, and, and not just in foreign conflicts. It's for any member that served actively. You know, I, I also remember a lot of guys that, that made it back, but then once they got home, they couldn't cope, and they ended up taking their own lives. Or, you know, right now in the U.S., we have a huge heroin problem, and that affects veterans as well. I know quite a, quite a few guys that have also overdosed after the fact. It's also a time to check in on your buddy, on your battle buddy. I've already gotten those those texts and those calls already starting Friday. you know, hey man, how you doing? Links to memorial pages, all the all the Facebook messages. I've also gotten the thank you for your service text and that's when you kind of politely remind them, you know, it's not it's not for us. It's also remember those families man, they're, they're the ones that are affected the most. they have to they have to deal with that the rest of their lives. People that lost their mom, their dad, their brothers, their sisters. It's a heavy day. It really is, if you think about it. Especially I mean, for me, it just depends. Some days some years are easier than others. Some years I'm so inside my head that I forget to reach out to, to other guys. And that's important that we look out for, for one another. And uh that's what it means to me. I, I know for a lot of people it, it marks the unofficial start of of summer. That that's not it's 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 not like a let's go have a barbecue and lottie dotty, everybody's happy type of thing. I mean, today is it really is it's any and the best thing you can do is to talk about it. You know, which what, what, what we're doing now the best thing you can do most important thing you can do is to remember. And that's what it means to me.
0: Thank you, buddy. And you're right. This isn't oh boy, the first day to go to the beach, right? This isn't just the first day of summer. It isn't all about barbecues. It is good to have a good time, right? We want to remember people in a positive way because that's what they would want. But if you're just using it as a day off and a day to just party with your friends and, and get drunk, that's not what this is all about, right? We need to remember why we have this day, why we have this holiday, and why our government for such a long time has felt that this day is so important. And I think we've kind of lost touch with that. And that's why I think what we're doing right now is so important. Thank you guys so much. But James, what, what do you think? You know, you guys have different holidays there in Australia but, you know, some of them are, are truly aligned 100% with what Memorial Day is about here in the States. So what does it mean to you, my friend?
1: Yeah, um, so we have two different days here. Um, we have Anzac Day, which is obviously our biggest day. Um, that was originally to commemorate um, all the men and women that had died in World War One and World War II. Um, but now it sort of encompasses all conflict zones And also, um, as Ed just touched on then, um, you know, to commemorate the boys um, and women that uh, came home and couldn't cope and then, you know, ended up taking their own lives. I think that is important that we um, commemorate them as well because they did serve um, and they paid the ultimate price in the end. Um, But, you know, that was for their country. They just didn't have the means to handle it. Uh, Anzac Day... And uh, Memorial Day are very similar. I would say exactly the same thing here. Um, What we do here in Australia is, you know, we get with the boys, um, we go to what they call the dawn service. Um, So that's at the crack of dawn. There is a dawn that um, that service is, um, you know, significant because it started um the battle in World War One, World War Two, um, with Ravelli and the last post as well. So it's it gets very emotional when you hear that bugle getting played. You know, it'll it'll bring a tear to the <laughs> toughest of men. Um you might think you're hard, but then you hear that and then um, you know, it it drops you. It hits you right in the heart. So these days for me is um vital that I remember um, you know, that moment in history that allowed this country to be free and also other countries around the world and that we don't let that um ceremony um uh, be forgotten as i'm sure remembrance day is as well we must keep the tradition alive and that tradition is commemorating the boys and women that have lost their lives um i don't i don't care for people thanking me for my service i'm still here um you know you you would thank me if i was dead um, that's how you'd be commemorating me on these days. Um, and that's what I choose to do is commemorate the people that have lost their lives. Um, you know, Anzac Day for me, um, you know, I've had a few of my very close men's, uh, friends take their lives. And uh, that's what that's all about for me now is, you know, um, I can't change history. But what I can do is change the future. Uh, and I don't want to see any more of my mates take their lives. So I choose to commemorate the ones that have. And uh, I think every day that, um, you know, these days should be every day. Why aren't we celebrating veterans every day? Hell yeah. um, you know, uh, it, it hurts me that, you know, the nations only realise um, the damage that's been done on one single day of the year or a couple of, single, couple of days of the year. Um, I understand why, but, you know, I think the love should be spread across multiple days, if not every day. Um, It hurts me that people just come out of the woodwork for one day and then um, forget about it for the rest of the year. Um, Sometimes I don't think a holiday is the solution, but if that's what it takes to get a bit, keep that tradition alive, then so be it.
0: I think one of our biggest downfalls is forgetting those that came home, that, that made it on that battlefield and then, either took their own lives or fell victim to drugs or alcohol due to things that they just couldn't, they didn't have the means to handle and they weren't provided the help that they they truly need. You know, I, I was not uh, a combat airman, okay? I wasn't a combat controller or anything, but I do have friends that, that came home from other service branches and, and from the Air Force. I had a buddy that was pararescue, a PJ, that just couldn't, handle life at home and and there's nothing it's so hard to get someone out of that dark place and and there's no one to share it with right and that's why it's important that we have teamwork right if you're if someone out there is a veteran that's struggling with something on this day like ed said right like all these guys said reach out to someone talk to one of your battle buddies right that's what we're all here for Okay, even if I'm sure any one of these guys, if they got a DM today from somebody, even if they don't know who the heck you are, right? At the end of the day, we're all on the same team. Doesn't matter what country, doesn't matter what flag was pinned on your shoulder, right? It's the same core values and the same beliefs. Okay, So reach out to someone, please, if someone's listening to this and is having a tough time and needs someone to vent to, because that's what we're all here for. I know I'd listen. I know these guys would as well. So moving forward, I guess, um, if we could, let's touch on some ways that if people truly want to help with this, with Memorial Day and help those veterans that are in need right now, Okay, how can they do that? Because I know, you know, we're not here to show projects, but I know some of your projects do give a lot of funding to organizations that actually do do a lot of good. So do you guys have any organizations that you can suggest? I'll put the links for them in the show notes if people want to check them out that people can go to 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 try to help maybe families of veterans, you know, that may have lost their lives or veterans that are in need right now that came home and are just having a, a, a tough fucking time dealing with all this.
2: Yeah, I can uh, talk about that here in the states, because you know, as a as a medical provider, I, I give I give these services out to people. Um, you know, you have Military One Source, which you can you know get in contact with somebody. They can get get you to therapy to speak with somebody, and you can even look through their therapist and find someone to actually you jive with which is really good um your local mental health um what your fleet and family support uh centers you can go there onto the base and they have counselors and things of that nature um there's you know suicide hotlines and there's a lot of different things it's just if you know those resources and you know someone that's struggling you can get those resources to them um if you're still active duty you can go see your doc and your doc will take care of you. He'll get you where you need to go. He'll put in the consults or whatever that you need. Um, there's there's multiple avenues. And really, if someone wanted to help a veteran out, it's sometimes even though you don't know what's going on or you don't understand what they're going through, just giving them an ear and just letting them letting them get it off their chest.
3: Something that I've used personally is you know I I've, I've reached out to the VA. I, I had uh, in my mid twenties. This is after I was actually in for twelve years, but I had a five year break in between it and six. Five years out, six in, and in between that that break, I had uh I had I had mental health issues, and I had a good support system. My family, uh, my girlfriend, who's the mother of my children, I right now we're we're no longer together, but she kind of recognized those signs in me and kind of forced me against my will, basically, to go get yeah. help. Joining uh the VFW, just just being around other veterans, especially veterans from older conflicts. That suffered much greater losses, and not to minimize anything that we that we've been through. Okay, but, but it's I, I can only imagine what I have to deal with, and my head and other guys from our generation. But what about the you know those guys that are much older now? And, and it gets hard for me personally. It gets harder the older I get because I have kids, I have a house, I start a business, I have a career. You know, I'm thriving in life, and it makes you think about those guys. Like, man, where would they be right now? You know. So for me personally, reach out to the VA. Reach out to the VFW, and if you've ever served, you could. American Legion is another good organization as well. Too, it's for anybody that served at Equity duty branch, regardless if you deployed or not.
0: James, what do you think, my friend? Where where can people go if they want to help veterans that you know a have come home and are struggling, or veterans' families uh, if they lost their lives in the in the line of duty?
1: I mean, firstly, I would um, seriously only. Um contemplate reaching out to veterans that you know as well um sometimes as a veteran i feel as though when a stranger reaches out to me um i can be a little bit threatened by that um and you know a bit off put by that um i always say to veterans um you know if you're struggling your first point of call has to be your doctor go to your doctor um first like please i can't stress that enough Get to your doctor, um, get the mental, especially if it's mental health, um, get them to get that mental health, um, help, um, and an action plan and a mental health plan in place straight away. Um, and for the love of God, just stick it out. You know, it sucks. Um, we've all been through it, but there is light at the end of the tunnel, lads, um, just you just have to stick it out and trust the process too and for those that know people that are going through that process um support is the best thing uh, lending an ear like you said before um you know being very supportive of the whole process too you know sometimes it does get a lot darker before it gets lighter um you know and emdr is um attesting to that as well um you know it does get you're very dark for a period there um I'd just say, in, you know, also encourage the boys and ladies that are suffering to sort of, you know, keep up with their physical health as well. Um, they do go hand in hand, um, physical health and mental health. So I'd say, you know, uh, get them out of the house, get them walking, you know, get them um, running their dog. Just do something like that. Um, you know, idle hands equal ropes around necks and guns in mouths. Um, I always say this. Um, so the more you can keep them busy and interacting in everyday life, the likelihood of them um, taking their life is dramatically reduced. Um, so that's my bit of advice, sort of, you know, keep them busy, you know, get them and invite them just because they're a little bit mentally ill doesn't mean they're not capable of going places with you. Invite them places and don't leave them on Absolutely. their own. No, thank
0: you, James. And, and, and it's true. You know, what, what may seem like a very, very small gesture to, to someone reaching out may be huge, huge to someone that's struggling with, with that much inside of them. It's life-changing. Absolutely. And, and now you guys have have just shared quite a bit, and and thank you for that. It's not an easy thing to do. So for veterans out there that are struggling with with opening up, right, with, with popping that seal, because once you do it, right, once you open up and start talking about things, it makes it much easier. But it's that first conversation right that that's probably the most difficult so what what advice can you guys give to a veteran that needs to go out and maybe needs to see their doc right or reach out to the va or or anything else but they're just they they need that push in the back right to get them to take that leap because it is a scary thing what, what would you guys say to them
2: well me personally i would tell them what do you got to lose you've lost so much already You know, you have, there's more to gain, and you can get tactics and techniques on how to help yourself. You know, it's hard with some of the stuff that you've been through to just sift through all the bullshit yourself. You know, and someone else that has an outside view on it can really help you put those files in correct order in the file cabinet. And help you process those things. So that's what I say. What do you, you What do you have to lose?
1: Hell yeah!
0: Thank you, Powdery. What do you think, mm. James?
2: Uh, yeah. My my
1: immediate response is that go seek help um, straight away. Um, the earlier, the better. You know, swallow your pride, um, get in there, get it sorted. Because it does not get better over time. If anything, it gets well worse. Um, and you watch it, it; it's exponential as well. So six months, you're at a certain level, but twelve in twelve months, you're ten times worse than that, and it gets exponentially worse over time too. So the quicker you seek help, the quicker you will get better, and the quicker you can get back to um, you know maybe not everyday life, but you know functioning and using the tools to function within society. Um, I I don't believe you'll ever be fixed as a um a veteran but what you can do is um apply tools to live a normal life um it's mental health it's a funny beast man ptsd is a funny beast um you know i still see boys that are um you know they claim to be fixed you're not yeah you'll you'll have this the rest of your life i think but um you will be able to get through life and you know lead a prosperous life as well
0: Right. Absolutely. And yeah, coping skills are learning those coping skills just for those everyday things that affect, you know, a veteran is super, super important. What do you think, Ed?
3: You know, put your ego aside. When you enlist, you know, all of us go through similar indoctrination processes where they they break you down and build you up and you kind of have the mentality that you're Superman. There is no Superman. I'm not I'm not a Superman. You know, make sure that you talk to your buddies. That's the biggest thing. I, I always talk to my battle buddies first, you know, when I'm going, going through tough times, especially, I mean, even just this weekend and, and a lot of it is just when these guys are me, I might be fine, but it kind of triggers memories or, or certain feelings that you have. And I, and I've been through that. I've done that where you just follow it up and it's completely unhealthy. Chemical dependencies, stay away from that alcohol. I mean, that exacerbates every single guy that I've known that has taken their life and not just including the military. We have suicides too in the fire department as well alcohol has been involved. You're not going to find happiness or whatever you seek at the bottom of that bottle, man. And and I was like that. I, I thought I could just drink everything away, just completely black out everything. And it was the most unhealthy thing you could do for yourself. And just realize that there's there's so much more to life, especially if you're young. When you're young, you, you, have, you have physically, you can handle a lot of things, but maybe you don't have the mental maturity. And as you grow older, then you slowly develop that, but that's through your experiences. And also, Find a purpose, you know, I think all of us here, our purpose here is to advocate for our brothers and sisters in the military. We are all trying to build something in order to help others. And I, I really do appreciate that. Man, I appreciate everything that you did, James, probably you too, man, you know, I'm a paramedic and I completely respect the whole medical aspect of it in and, and my job, dude. You know, I have more opportunities to help and save people doing medical things than, than putting water on, on the you know, putting wet stuff on the hot stuff, you know what I mean? And that's the biggest thing is just talk, dude, swallow your pride, swallow your ego and, and get it to you because there's so much more to life than, than what, you, what you experience. So there is a lot of good in the world. There is a lot of, there are a lot of good people and great causes and you absolutely are important and you should be proud of everything that you've
0: done. Hell yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Guys, th- this really has been, this turned into something I didn't think it was, I don't know, I didn't have this planned for the episode, but I think this is so much better. Than, than what we were, you know, originally going to do just talking about, you know, the history of Memorial Day. So thank you. Thank you guys so much for for being a part of this. If it's all right with you guys, I'd like to take a, a moment of silence for everyone that has lost their lives, putting their, their lives on the line as a member of a military service, and for those that are out there struggling right now with the memories that they may have on, on this of, of all days. So. Let's do it. And hopefully everyone listening, please recognize this moment of silence with us. All right. Well, guys, James from War Dogs NFT, Ed from Cardano Canines and Powdery Hot Fuzz from Shillin' with the Homies. Thank you guys so much, so much for being here. I know it's Memorial Day, so don't get mad at me, but thank you for your service as well. I feel that those thanks are due every day of the year, not just today. And just because it is Memorial Day doesn't mean that we shouldn't thank those that are here. But thank you for for sharing so much of your stories and your experiences, and hopefully we can open some eyes uh, with people that are listening to this and get them to really understand what this day truly is truly is about, and that there are people out there in the world that don't have to be on a battlefield right now to still be in that battle in their minds. I think that's that's super important. And everyone listening, please do check out Ed's Project, Cardano Canines, and War Dogs, you know, James's Project, because these guys do give a lot of, to a lot of different organizations that support military members in all their endeavors whether it's after they come home with their families you know there's a lot going on so i will have the links for all of their projects and the show notes please get in there and check it out guys do you guys have any any final thoughts uh before we go what do you think james
1: yeah but um First of all, um, I thank you for having me on the show. And second of all, and most importantly, um, you know, from Australia, I hope you guys uh, have a great day. Um, You know, take it all in your stride. Uh, Remember those that have fallen and, uh, you know, make sure you're with some mates too. Uh, Go see them. Even if you can't see them, get on the phone. Um, I hope you have a great day. You know, I I know it's a sad bit, but we also need to remember to celebrate um, people's lives. Um, not just commemorate, but celebrate their lives. Uh, we all have our freedom because of those that have fallen um, before us. So, fellas, I hope you have a great day. Um,
0: yeah. Thank you, brother. I hope you have a good morning. It was 2 a.m. there. Jeez. That, see, that's dedication right there. Right. I was like, <laughs> yes. yeah, James, it's going to be at uh, 4 p.m. UTC. He's like, I don't care. It's 2 in the morning. I'll be there. Hell yeah. I love you, brother. All right, Ed, what do you think? Any any final thoughts, my friend?
3: I just wanted to thank you, man, everything that you're doing. For veterans, obviously, it's evident of you know all the podcasts that, that you've had us on and, and everything that you're doing for the NFT space. I just want to say thank you to anybody that served and all the families that have been involved and and uh, I don't know. Like I said, you know, this, today's today's tough for a lot of people, but uh, piggybacking like what James said, also enjoy the day too. Spend time with your families, your friends, your loved ones, and just be grateful for everything you have, right? Because life is absolutely it's a fragile thing you know and, and you never know you never know how long it lasts so just seize the moment and i appreciate every single one. youtube i appreciate you too man. I'm, not, I'm not forgetting about Thanks, you bro. But, yeah.
0: thank you ed and it is important to have to celebrate in a, a a joyful way right The the memory of of all these that even if we don't know them right if you don't have anyone in your life that that you know that went to battle you know and and lost their lives Well, there were still a lot of people out there fighting for you. You may not have known them, and they didn't know you, but they still put their lives on the line and lost those lives, you know, trying to protect you and your family. So, you know, even if you don't know anyone specifically, still, you know, raise a glass to them today. Absolutely. Thank you, Ed. What do you think, Powdery? What do you got, my friend?
2: Yeah, I mean, what they said, you know, that resonates with me. Enjoy the day. Celebrate life. Before those to come, whatever time frame on the space-time continuum we might be at, just celebrate those cats because they really went hard in the paint for you, and you should you should do the same or at least give them thanks. Uh, remember, I mean the stuff that you're going through, it's a daily struggle. Just don't give up. If you if you get tired, just rest. Just don't quit. You just got to keep pushing uh we're all in this together and you don't have to be alone it's stronger together you know what i mean so really appreciate you for your service and my australian brother and my army brother i really appreciate you guys i love you cats to death and um we're gonna make a change in this space for real one step at a time thanks guys because we
0: ain't gonna give up hell yeah all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for your time. I love each and every one of you. And this, this really was amazing. I, I feel honored to, to have been a part of this. So thank you for agreeing to do this on, on such short notice and taking time out of your, out of your lives for this. And I'm sure everyone listening appreciates it as well. So thank you so much. Thank you again to James, Ed, and Powdery. This episode became much more than I anticipated, and I'm so proud to have been a part of it. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me on such short notice. All of the links for War Dogs NFT, Cardano Canines, Shillin' with the Homies, and all of the organizations we spoke about during the episode can be found in the show notes. All right, now, giveaway time. So I actually questioned whether or not to do our every episode giveaway today, considering the gravity of this episode. But to be honest, the goal here is to get this episode to as many years as possible, and the giveaway helps with that right with all the retweets and the tags and everything else so we're going to do the same thing we did last episode we'll give away as many space pugs alpha nfts as we can one per winner and then the remaining ada will go to one winner as well to round out the 500 usd that we give away every single episode so to enter all you have to do is follow us on twitter our twitter handle is at WhenMint podcast then like, retweet, and tag five friends in the original post announcing the release of this episode. And that's it. Winners will be posted in the winner circle on whenmintpodcast.com. If your smile and PFP is on that page, just shoot us a DM on Twitter within 24 hours of being posted as a winner to claim your prize. And thank you to each and every one of you for taking time to listen to this episode in its entirety. Please share it with your friends, family, anyone you can think of. Let's make sure that all who celebrate this day understand what it's truly all about. I'm the Machinist and I'll see you on Wednesday with another giveaway, another project, another interview, and another episode of When Mint by those AMAs. Happy Memorial Day.